Broadcasting directly from our studios in sunny Orlando, Florida, you are listening to Faith Unregulated. We are your hosts, Javi and Jessica Madrigal, and on this podcast, we discuss the hard topics around having bold faith, building strong character, and taking fearless action. So grab a cup of coffee and join the conversation. On this episode, we're talking about build your future on the rock, not the wreckage. Absolutely. This is the second part of our uh, Unshackled series. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to today. This one I have really been looking forward to. This is actually, um, this specific episode was is based on a word that God gave me, actually both of us, but specifically an issue that I was having. And God gave me a powerful word. And then he just said, you know, this this is something everybody needs to hear. And so we built an episode around it and I think you're really going to love it. So let me bring up the image that goes with this week. Remember we're building um, illustrations and artwork and images um, based on the spiritual truths that we are talking about in our episodes now for this season. And it's really been really cool watching Javi. Well, do these, these artworks. Well, what really called me to do stuff like this is um, in the, my, my hope is is that these images really drive the point that the Holy Spirit's trying to make, right? Where is God leading us? And sometimes imagery really helps us get into that that space to so really imagine ourselves here. So um, you know, go ahead. Go ahead when this man that you see in this image, he's dragging a really heavy anchor, right? So each chain link you see represents the past hurts, the regrets, the if onlys, and what might have been. It's exhausting just even to look at it for me. I mean, it's even, and I love how he did this where the anchor's right in your face, because isn't it? <laughs> even though the man's dragging it, it's attached to his feet, but he's also physically holding on to the chains and not letting go. It's a stark depiction of what many of us go through spiritually when we refuse to let go of our past. So I just want to bring this up and show you kind of what the, the feeling is behind this, the visualization. And if you're listening to this on our audio podcast, remember these images are on the backgrounds of the episode artwork. So you can see also what it is we're talking about. So I want to bring up our first verse um, for this episode. Hold on. I have to go back and forth between <laughs> my notes. This is Hebrews 12, 1 through 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith, because of the joy, just specifically, I want you to hear that because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. This is so amazing. I love this verse. Right. So really we're, we're, what we're want to point out is notice throwing off. Yeah, the deliberate action. It's a it's a deliberate action. We have to be willing to throw those mm -hmm. off, cast those yeah. things away that are holding us back. Holding us back, right? This right? is a, this really requires action on our part. This is obedience. Um, 
something that we have to participate in. God doesn't want to just heal us. And there it is. Our healing's there. We didn't do anything. No, he requires uh, faith, right? He invites action. And I say he invites, meaning I, God's healed people without them participating. I mean, what about Lazarus? I mean, he didn't participate, okay? He was just part of it. But my point is, is that he wants a relationship. Remember, deliberate action is stated so much in the Bible because God wants a relationship. He wants a back and forth. He wants an interaction. And not just because he wants a relationship, but because the relationship is good for us. It also shows us how we can be a part of the healing. When we are a part of what God's doing, it's double. I mean, really think about it. When you're in an interaction with your children, let's say, and you are teaching them something or you know, you're doing something for them. Don't you want them to be a part of that process? Doesn't it bless mm -hmm. them to be a part of it? Sure. Don't they feel accomplished and, and a part of something? And by the way, closer to you when they participate, when they take deliberate action, when we're in an interaction or situation with our kids, right? I feel like that has to be how God feels when he's interacting with us and we go and we actually take a part in it. We celebrate with him together as we are yoked with him. Right. So it, it and again, what you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong, is again, we're, we're pointing out here, keeping our eyes mm -hmm. on him, surrounding right. ourselves always with right. him. That, that really helps us to persevere mm -hmm. when, when we are, when we are, we've been really talking about this a lot lately where we're putting everything, Mm -hmm. at his feet right right everything we do mm -hmm. that's that that's the, really that mindset that's that physical action of always keeping our eyes on him spiritually mm -hmm. that spiritual action we talked right. about this earlier um personally that when we are putting everything at his feet not only is that an act of worship okay that is um, we're putting our spirit in alignment with him. Yes. But, when, but when we are, we, when we refuse to do that, when we don't do that, mm -hmm. we are allowing ourselves to act out in the flesh. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's yes. that reliance on some, maybe it can be that reliance on the past, maybe your own motivations, maybe your, your own, own strengths, your own strength. Yep. Those are those chains, the, the anchor. And you're wondering why, well, why can't I just get there? God, why can't I get there? Well, are you putting those things at his feet? Are you um, in alignment with him? Mm -hmm. When we are, when we are out of alignment, when we're acting out of our, our flesh, our own, our own uh, mindset, our own way of thinking, that we are we are not in alignment with him we are acting out of flesh not his spirit and so that but when we are keeping our eyes on him that really sets that drive that mm -hmm. drive our momentum forward and it keeps us out of those those dark places of the past right right when we are when we are in alignment with him we see the the path in front of us a little bit clearer, mm -hmm. right? We hear his voice right. a little bit louder. Mm -hmm. And so those voices from the past, the darkness doesn't set in. It, it, it becomes further and further away and we walk 
closer and closer towards the light. If you look at that image, there's a light ahead. Yep. Okay. That's he's a great point. To, yep. He's trying to walk towards it. But what he really needs to do, and he's not doing in this image, is he's holding on to that past. Right. And that's really him not, not uh, walking in the spirit. He's not walking in total truth. Yes. And I love that. I was going to say walking in truth. One of the things I want to bring up before we move on to our next point is that not only is it so we can participate that deliberate action, he wants us to take action, but notice it says throwing off. Like you said, what stands out to me is that you're coming out of agreement with things of your past or the dark places or the sin or the um, the lies that we believe we're coming out of agreement when you're throwing it off, you're coming against it. So you're going into agreement with what God has and out of agreement, right. With the things that we want to try to avoid. That's really important spiritually. If you've never, if you haven't been walking with the, with the Lord very long, or you haven't been at all. And it, you're trying to understand this. One of the biggest things I've learned over my life with just my short time in my life, um, even though it's been years and years, we have just a glimmer of life, a moment with God on earth. In that short period of time, I have learned uh, several foundational truths to be true about God's character. And one of those is that it's powerful and vital, really required to move forward. We have to come out of agreement with the things that are against God. You can actually be in agreement with those things and not even realize. Pray that God shows you what you're in agreement with that is not aligned with him. And then when he shows you, come out of agreement with it. That's really powerful. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is focusing forward with resolve. I'm going to bring up our next verse. This is Philippians 3, 13 through 14. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. I love that this talks about a race. It's not right. racing others. Right. It's we're running this race to becoming more and more like Jesus with Jesus. Right. If that makes sense. <laughs> you know, uh, one of the things that we stand for, again, we say here at Faith Unregulated is we we talk about that that those action items, right? Faith, character, and action. Mm -hmm. Today, yep. we're really focusing on those action pieces. Taking fearless well, action. Right. So Paul's talking about with purpose. That's he's 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 reacting, okay? Forgetting what what's behind you. Yep. Yeah, that's that is really an action item that's a, yep. something that you have to do right spiritually you have to let go what has happened forget about what has restrained you think about paul okay yeah he 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 had so much resistance beaten and and kicked out of places and thrown in prison yep he didn't have time to focus on those things he could have uh, he he can easily in many situations had focused on his situation felt yep. sorry for himself mm. or maybe i shouldn't have done this maybe i shouldn't have done that did i offend this person he didn't care the only thing he 
he was about was moving forward with Christ, moving right. forward to towards that prize, right? Right. I press on towards a goal to win the prize. Right. Exactly. And that's the thing is having our eyes focused on where we're headed, but also where we're headed in eternity. Right. right? And so our path and our past shouldn't serve as life lessons, um, or excuse me, life sentences. They should be life lessons, right? It's, it's not a life sentence. Your story, your story is your testimony. Um, you know, the, 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 I can't remember the verse now, uh, but the Bible talks about, um, you know, the word of our testimony being extremely important, you know, in our walk and our example, your stories matter and they, but they don't matter for the reasons you think they do. They matter because God was with you and God wants to tell your story to show his glory and to not focus on your pain and all of that, because that's not what drives us. And we're going to get into that in a minute. Right. So Paul was motivated again. He was motivated by hope, by redemption, mm -hmm. not bitterness or revenge. Right. Okay. He right. had plenty. He could have held on to a lot of bitterness mm -hmm. and wanted, he could have had, he could have been operating in that mindset of revenge, getting people back, but he didn't focus on that. He focused on the hope of Christ, what, what Christ offers us and that his redeeming power. Yeah, right? no, I totally agree. And I, I love that. Um, gosh, Paul was in prison for two years at one point unjustly he was a roman citizen they they knew that but then this guy <laughs> the king keeps him in prison for two years just to just to get his agenda met right right it's not even for like paul to be in prison for a real reason and he has to deal with this mentally right so so you bring up a, a good point and, and we'll let me bring this out and we'll move forward is that physically okay he was imprisoned yes yet spiritually he was free great point he was free to what to glorify god to walk in in christ's image mm -hmm. and to minister to others that were hurting even even the people his captors yeah he continued to do what god has called him to do in his spirit he didn't focus on what was happening to him physically or or in his reality his situation okay? yeah. his situation he didn't focus on that he focused on again the prize what the what, mission the mission yeah the hope yep the redemption mm -hmm. that yes he's he's been redeemed but the re redemption of others he was on a mission to spread hope Right. And salvation. And so he did that wherever he was. And that's right. what God called him to do. He's like, I have you here for a reason. I mean, it's we could we could arguably say that God kept him there for two years to accomplish a mission, not the king keeping him there for two years for a worldly agenda. Right. So what does that mean to uh, to us today? I mean, look, we, we may be in a situation right now financially or you're in a job that you really don't like or, or, or a relationship just, or a relationship. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that there is when we, when we allow God to operate in our situations, we, we can see his hope. We can walk in his glory. Yeah. Right. And when we do those things, 
that makes an impact on the world around us. Say you are in a job that that is not in the in an ideal climate, right? And look, you could choose to focus on how bad the job is mm-hmm. or how it, it's not paying your bills, okay? That may may be true, but God still can work through that. You can still have joy in that. Mm-hmm. You can still come to the job and operate in joy and still be the light, be the light in the the dark place that focus forward with resolve. This is who I am. This is what I'm about. This is what I do. And I'm going to continue doing it no matter what the world dictates to me. Because when you're focused on the, the, that dark place, when you're focused on the negative, the, the bitterness, the, maybe the, um, the regret or the anger that you have about the situation when you're focused on the situation rather than what God has for you, the opportunity will pass you by. Yep. You'll never see it because you're focused on something completely different rather than what God has for you. That's a, here's a good analogy for what we're talking about. And then um, we'll go on to the next thing. When you are in a boat in water, that's like saying, well, I want to go down the left stream. I want to go over there. That's beautiful. I want to go over there. But I'm going to point my boat down the right stream where it's dark over there. I want to point over. I'm going to focus on that. I'm going to focus my boat that direction. But actually, I want to go over there. You can't focus on one and go a different direction. You have to you have to focus on the direction you want to go. So you will not go in a positive direction if you're not focused on that. You will not go where God wants you to go if you're not focused on him. And so that's what we're talking about is that focusing forward with resolve forward, meaning where God wants you focus on those things and you will head in the direction where God wants to take you. One of the things um, that we have to do in order to do that is have a radical inner cleansing. No, this is not a, um, uh, uh, a retreat where you go and have <laughs> radical inner cleansing rituals. We're talking about what God does. God will bring you out and deliver you from whatever, whatever is holding you back. Let me bring up this next verse, Ephesians uh, 4, 31 through 32. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. That's always so convicting for me to hear is what God has done for me. I need to remember that at all times and let go of the things that the world wants me to focus on because I have already been given more than I have earned or I will ever deserve with the actions or thoughts I have had in my life. Okay. And that's why it's a gift from God. And being that he's done this for me, I only should have a response of doing this for others around me and become just like him, become the light. Right. So this- Go ahead. What I was going to say is, look, this this word, this, this scripture is it's a clear mandate, mm-hmm. right? Uh, get rid of the bitterness, the rage, the anger, mm-hmm. and maybe look, maybe this is hard for you. Maybe oh, I can't I, look. I I I can't get rid of that. I I, I I'm I'm angry about this. Maybe you don't want to get rid of I'm it. Bitter. <laughs> You become married to it. It's part of you. 
God is clearly telling us all to get rid of those things because it doesn't, it, 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 that's the disease. Mm-hmm. That's the things that are holding us back. Those emotion, those that emotional baggage that you're holding on to, that bitterness, that anger. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what's holding us back. That we we have to be willing to cast that aside. Mm-hmm. Well, like and, the first verse said, to throw it off. Right. Get rid of it. Now, you know what? I understand it takes us time to work these things out with God. It's not about being able, oh, I'm not strong like other people, blah, blah, blah. Forget that. It's not like just being able to throw it off and be done with it immediately. God can do that, but he wants you to go through the process of healing from it. But what we can do immediately is come into what we talked about earlier, agreement with God about it. Mm -hmm. I want this to be gone. Okay, now we can get somewhere. And that's what he's saying is throw it off as an I am not in agreement with this. Right. I do not want this part of my life anymore. I don't want this if this is not what God wants. God, I don't know how I'm going to come out of agreement with this. I don't know how I'm going to get rid of it. I don't know how. Ask God to help you and show you how and to heal your heart because he will facilitate it also. He's not going to make you do it. He just wants you to come into agreement with him and say, you know, I don't, I don't want it. But I don't, God, I don't know how to not be bitter at this person about this thing. Exactly. Last week, we showed an image of a, a gentleman dragging this chest. Look, it, this isn't this isn't just simply not dragging the, the, whatever's holding you back, whatever anchors holding you back. Stop doing that. No, we have to literally break those chains. Yep. God will give you the ability, the ability to do that. OK, these cast iron chains that have been forged through all the, your past trauma, mm-hmm. all the negative things that may have been thrown upon you, thrust upon you in many ways, they it, it, really, they, they're cast iron chains. And you're like, well, how can I get rid of it? Yeah. How can I break this off? Through Jesus. Yeah, you- Through the power of the Holy Spirit, you can break off those chains. Mm-hmm. But you have to be willing to, to take that action. To really dig deep, Mm -hmm. figure out, okay, what's really holding me back from that light, from getting closer and closer to the light of God? Well, and it's not just being willing to agree. God will take you through steps. Mm -hmm. And one of those steps is, um, how do I put this? So it's you come into agreement and say, I don't want this, God. But one of the steps is he's going to ask you to do things that you're not ready to do yet, but not until you're ready to. So just know that it's a step-by-step process. So when you get there, what I mean by that is you're going to get to a point where God's going to go, okay, you've let go of this and you've let go of that. All right, here's a big one. It's coming. I need you to forgive this person or you need to let go of that thing or you need to see this differently because I know conversations that were had that you never heard or I know things that happened behind the scenes that you never saw or things that you don't understand that are spiritually happening to people, or why you lost your job was because this, this, and this, you haven't seen yet. You've got to come into alignment with God on him helping you understand why things are happening. And the steps that you need to take in order to heal may not make sense to you right now, but that's why we get in our word and we trust God ultimately, right? Just like as a father, whether we had a good father on earth or not, 
He is a good father. He has proven over and over to me, to Javi, to a lot of people I know. It, I know his character. It is rock solid that I know that whatever he tells me, I can trust. And even if I don't understand now what's going on, just like when we talk to our own kids about something that's coming, I don't give them every detail of everything. I mean, I'm even protecting them sometimes from the truths about the world where they don't understand what, how, why I'm protecting them from something or how there is even something to be protected from. What, is, what do you even mean you're protecting me from that thing? That looks okay, right? But they don't know what we know about the world. They don't see what we see because we have an understanding they don't yet have. And so when God is telling us to do things, we have to treat it like, hey, he's my trusted father whom I can go to and he can lead me right out of something instead of me spinning around in the, in the muck going, how do I get out? How do I get out? <laughs> he's like, I'm telling you to come this way. And you're like, that's terrifying. And he says, I know it looks that way. And it looks like it's going to hurt. And maybe it will. But scrubbing a wound out hurts. So we need to do it and we need to move forward. These are actions we have to come into agreement and then take in obedience. That's our part. And so this is a process. That's a, that's a, I, I love what you just said. Scrubbing a, a wound out hurts. Yes. Disinf in infecting, disinfecting a wound. Yep. Stings. It stings. Right? Yep. And sometimes our wounds are deep. Yeah. And in order to close up that wound and allow healing, yep. what do we we have to be willing to stitch things together? And that's really God trying to providing that healing. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes the path towards healing doesn't make sense. It's something that we we resist and we don't we don't want that because right. it it does equal equal a lot of pain sometimes. Pain, discomfort. Right. What do we tell our kids when we are patching up a wound? Right. And I remember, I just now realized this. This is such a word from God, actually, for me in the moment right now. So it must be a word for you, too. When we're patching up wounds with our kids and we put alcohol or peroxide and it stings and they go, ah, why does it sting so much? And we say, because it's working. It must have been really dirty. <laughs> right? Because it's working. God's boiling it to the top to get rid of it. You're being healed. You're being delivered. But when it comes out of you, you have to watch it go by. You have to face it. You have to look at it and you have to deal with it and then let it go and let him take it. Right? So it stings because it's working. <laughs> and it must have been really bad. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm hearing right now. And boy, does that just speak to me today. That's so beautiful. I love that. So when we're talking about moving forward, let's, let's talk about the fuel that we use to move forward. This is probably one of the most important parts of this episode. This is where we, this is the word I got from God. And this is, this is a big deal because this is really going to stir some stuff up <laughs> from what you've heard in the world. This was a word from God. I know for sure, because he's he, in this moment, he showed me what I was doing wrong. So I was dealing with a situation where I was realizing that I had still some just old pieces of lies left where I'm dealing with my reaction to people or my reaction to um, situations where I was dragging old um, trauma responses in. It wasn't a huge deal. I was just like, why do I act that? Why do I respond that way? Why do I respond that way? Actually, I'll tell you what it was because it probably would paint the better picture. I had a weird response to praise. 
So I've been doing a lot of speaking and I've been doing a lot of really just cool stuff that God's put in front of me lately. And I've gotten a lot of praise for it. And it's just, it was weird. I was like, I don't know what am I supposed to say when people praise me? Like, I don't, I know a lot of us kind of react that way, but for me in particular, these are things I know I'm good at. I do. I know I'm good at speaking. I know that. People have been praising me for singing. Okay, I know I'm good at singing, but I have this weird response to it. And God led me down a journey where he's delivered me from that now. And, and I have been able to be healed of, of those lies over me from when I was a kid. I had lies spoken over me for years and years and years that I always wanted to be the center of attention. It was always about me, that I was very selfish, that I always wanted to be, you know, um, uh, dramatic, right? And yeah, I'm boisterous and I'm I'm loud and, and that's what God made me for. And I think it serves all the purposes it was supposed to serve in, in, in moving the kingdom forward. But it, a lot of lies were spoke over that in me um, growing up. So I carried that around. And so now when people give me praise for some of the talents or the things that I'm, you know, I'm doing in ministry, <laughs> I'm like, okay, but it's not about me. Okay, but I, I'm not, okay, it's not, I don't want to be the center. I don't, you know, and it's taking it away. It's taking away from me being able to fully walk into my true identity that Christ gave me, that I walk in in Christ, that ministry and passion and things that that I that I want to do for the kingdom. And I'm just, I love, I'm in love with God. Like, I mean, I am all in. And I'm letting those lies steal away my passion because I don't want it to, in the back of my mind it to look like it's about me. You know how many people recently have heard this story, that this word of God, and they said, wow, you're like the least selfish person I know. That's really weird that you have that lie in the back of your head. And I said, I know that now, <laughs> okay? But these are things that we all carry. We carry stuff that doesn't even make sense. And so what God showed me after that conversation was he carried that into a lot of different things. Another um, thing I had a therapist tell me is that I'm fueled by anger as my motivator. Yeah. And I was like, what? And we unpacked it. And he said, you know, um, and this was a while ago, but it came up in this rainbow word that I got from God. Javi brought it up. He said, remember when that therapist forever ago said you're fueled by anger and we didn't understand that? I understand it now. You know what the world says when they're like, take that trauma, take that thing that person did to you or that thing that happened to you and don't let it bring you down. Let it fuel you forward. And God said, don't do that. And I said, what do you mean don't do that, God? They're supposed to turn these traumas around. We're supposed to turn it around and, and, and have it be something that is, is now fuel. He said, no. It's a trap. It's a tra trauma is not fuel. Trauma is to be healed. You don't build your future on the wreckage. Like we called this episode, we, we titled it, Not on the Wreckage. He showed me that the reason I'm fueled by anger is because I was letting all of this wreckage in my past be the fuel. I'm going to show them. I'm going to do it. I'm going to prove that lie wrong. And that was me and my own strength and willpower and my anger and my, my bitterness fueling my success instead of building it on the foundation that Christ has given me, that God has made me and on his hope and his joy. And I realized that I was trapped in that worldly belief that we are to take that trauma and build a foundation on it. Yes. And what I'm hearing also, yes, bitterness, but I'm also hearing revenge, fear, even and fear, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. You have so much revenge or fear built up that resentment. I'm going to use it. I'm going to let that fuel me and push me forward. Mm -hmm. What does that sound like? It sounds a lot like man. It sounds a lot like flesh. Mm -hmm. 
that doesn't sound like the attributes of Christ. Right. Okay. What we're trying to point out here is we need to really focus on, in on, laser focus on what are the emotions that are pushing us forward. Mm -hmm. Now that we're moving forward, we're not, we're not uh, so much anchored by something that's keeping us almost at a standstill. We're making momentum, but what is it that's fueling you forward? Because really when we, when we allow these negative emotions to be that fuel, mm -hmm. it, it just becomes another anchor. It becomes another different anchor that we don't even know we have. And now we really can't see where healing lies because we think we're doing the right thing, but that's the lie of the enemy. He wants to come and steal, kill and destroy, and he will twist truth even so that it satisfies his agenda for us to be held back and for us to be in bondage and chains. Right. And so you might be like, you might be in a situation. Well, that's where, that's how I've gotten from there to here. I right. used what that person did to me back then to motivate me forward. I, I don't look at that anymore. I use that situation. I learned from that situation and I move forward. But, but oh. aren't you continuing to look back? Yep. Aren't you continuing to allow yourself to be anchored to that one moment mm -hmm. for one thing? to move you forward. And what we, what we feel the Holy spirit is really pushing upon us to, to, to explain here is that that thing from the past that you're still anchored to is of the world is of the flesh. It is of the, whatever evil that was done upon you, you cannot move forward with bad fuel, right? Mm -hmm. In Christ. Right. He wants you to let go of that. Mm -hmm. He wants you to completely be healed from that. And so you're the far and far away from that thing that happened to you. He has, he wants to erase what happened to you. Right. But he can't do that if you continue to step in with with these these things that are not of him right and really let's talk about making the shift to how do we shift our motivation from negative to positive being not motivated by those emotions but motivated by hope love peace joy this fruit of the spirit instead of the fruit of the flesh the fruit of trauma of the mm -hmm. world right mm -hmm. we need to be motivated by those things um, so the first thing is introspection, looking deep within ourselves to understand why or what truly motivates us. What is motivating that? You may be thinking, I'm doing this for the right reasons, you know, because you have the right, the right outcome in mind. But what's actually behind what motivates you every morning to get up and do it when even it's hard? Is it joy? Is it love? Is it peace? Is it God's truth? Or is it that bitterness and anger and fear, right, that motivates you forward? Transformation, actively choosing to let go of those negative emotions and asking God to replace them with his love and purpose. 
So that's what we talked about is replacing. You don't have to throw that stuff off and then somehow in your own willpower and strength, keep it off. You have to re ask God to replace it with his Holy Spirit. And that's the fear, right? That's the lie that's told to us. Well, if I get rid of it, then what? Then what then do I what? do? Then what do I do? Well, what you do is ask God for to replace that negative emotion with something different. Right. That he, that is enriching to our spirit. Mm -hmm. And that's in alignment with him. When people praise me now, my response is not, oh, okay, well, thank, thank you. And, and uh, you know, and, and, and I'm trying to be totally apologetic, like that, 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 you know, it's not about me, which is the weirdest. I can't imagine how awkward this made people feel <laughs> respond like that. Like, why, why are you freaking out? Um, now I just, you know, I just humbly and grace, graciously just say, thank you. Praise God. Because that's how I really feel. I've always really felt like, praise God did this. God, praise God. Right. But it's so much easier to take something. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm camping on my own story with praise, no, but, but, but there's a lot of stuff where we awkwardly react because we don't understand the truth behind it. What's right, going on? You're, you said something here. You, you acknowledge that praise or whatever humbly. Right. And the world would make you feel or the, what the world preaches is, is a different vision of being humble. Yeah. Being humble, according to the world, is you shouldn't have wealth. You shouldn't have power. You shouldn't have you talent. Shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, shouldn't have, have anything. Gifts <laughs> yeah. that you shouldn't have gifts that are more than the person next to you, right? Isn't right. that what the world pre preaches? It should be equal amongst – everybody should be, right. be on an equal pl playing field. You shouldn't have more talent than the person next to you. And that's, that's not reality. That's not what God wants for us well, because we are all individuals and that we are the true design here is that God gives us certain gifts to work together. Right. I was going to say, and, it's not more, it's different. But when we listen to what the world is saying, mm -hmm. stay quiet. Don't, don't allow your gifts to be, uh, to, to move forward right and to actually be ashamed of them okay we're not number like one like apology i'm so sorry that i was good at that you know we're like, not walking in yeah. god's uh, true gifts we're not allowing unity with our brothers and sisters in christ therefore what are we we are divided and that is where the enemy wants us right and lastly redirection consciously deciding every day to be driven by faith hope and love rather than by the wounds of our past close them up guys let god heal them let them go that's not that that's your story that's your past that is not your fuel that's not what's driving you that's not that's no foundation to build anything on you know what you build on god was clear with me i said well then what do you want me to do with my past god because my story is important he said i want you to build on the truths and the healing that i delivered through those things Whatever God did, build on what God did, not what that person did to you, not your own strength coming out of those situations. I build my life on this on the strength and hope that I was given from God through my traumatic childhood, not on the bitterness or the regret or the fear or the anger on how I felt. Don't build your future on your emotions and your wounds. Build it on God's fruit, the fruit of the spirit. So. 
as we close today's episode, I just want to bring up this image again for you guys to take a look at. Because I just want to encourage you to examine not just the weights you carry, but also what's fueling your journey. Are you being propelled by the right motives or are you being propelled by your past? So let's just seek to be driven by the Holy Spirit, okay? Not by the hurts that we've held. And in doing so, we don't just become unburdened. We become unstoppable in the mission that God has for us uniquely and individually in the way that he designed us to be and not the things that the world wants to put on us. Right. So let's, let's, I want to close out in prayer for today. Lord, help us to recognize and release any negative emotions within us. Fill us with your spirit so we may run the race with a pure heart and eyes fixed on you. In Jesus' name. All right, so that's a wrap for today. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to Faith Unregulated wherever you listen to your favorite podcast so you don't miss a single episode where we discuss having bold faith, building strong character, and taking fearless action. Again, we are your host, Javi and Jessica Madrigal. And if you have any questions or comments regarding this or any of our episodes, feel free to reach out at support at javiandjessicamadrigal.com. That's support at Javi, J-A-V-I-E, and Jessica, J-E-S-S-I-C-A, Madrigal, M-A-D-R-I-G-A-L.com. Thank you, everybody, and have a blessed week.